Welcome everyone to the Modern Day Overthinker Podcast. My name is Colin and I am your host. This new episode is with Dan Alton. Dan Alton is a stand-up comedian based out of Louisville, Kentucky. However, he travels the country and does stand-up comedy shows headlining them. And he was headlining a show in my area that I actually had the pleasure of hosting. And... He ended up crashing on my house, so we decided to do a podcast and talked about mostly comedy. This is kind of a laid-back, enjoyable, entertaining podcast because Dan's just a really funny, goofy guy. I was able to get some serious stuff out of him, but for the most part, we stuck with comedy, but we also talked about, like I said, a few serious things, such as... The highs and the lows, he mentioned possibly being bipolar, but not sure if that's his exact diagnosis, but he is on antidepressants, and we also talked about his life on the road and how that can be lonely, and getting out of a rut was a big thing we talked about, people that are being, people that are stuck, and what he recommends doing in those situations, and just a just a fun episode and it's a little less than an hour there's some back and forth and some edits so you'll notice some edits there so there's nothing wrong with your device or whatever you're listening on that is just an edit and also i was not trying to rip on sam talent just an observation he's a great comedian as well we talked about him and he's killing it right now. So just want to make sure I cover my bases there just in case I ever get the opportunity to work with him. But anyway, there's a lot of laughing in this episode. We had a lot of fun, and I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I did recording it. So without further ado, this is episode number 75 of the Modern Day Overthinker podcast with Dan Alton. podcast my name is colin and i'm your host this week's episode is with dan alden dan is a traveling comic stand-up comedian and we had a show earlier tonight i think i think it went relatively well yeah. it was a fun time it was a fun time and good old clinton iowa uh, i had never performed there had you performed there before no i didn't even know it was a place you didn't even <laughs> I did not know clinton iowa was a place and now i'm i love it it's yeah great. and you're learning how maps work yeah, Clinton, Iowa. Uh, it's a cool spot. Yeah, it's I would, if if you, if you don't know where the Quad Cities are, I don't even know how I'd give you directions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's in Iowa. It's in Iowa. It's a it's one of those mini Iowa river towns. There's, oh yeah, it was that is nice. It is nice to be on the banks of the Mississippi River. Oh yeah. Do you do any fishing? You're a fishing no, guy. I'm no, not, I don't. I don't like the worms. <laughs> I don't element. And I don't like taking the hook off the fish. 
Okay. Yeah. Very yeah. uninterested in that. Very uninterested in that. Uh, so then I've, that's always the issue is like when I'm fishing, I'm just like, God, I hope I don't catch a fish. <laughs> because I have to take the, the whole thing out. or have someone else do it for you. And then you feel like less of a man. Well, it's not, I, don't, I don't care about the less of a man thing. You don't even care. I just don't yeah. want the fish to be injured. Yeah. I'm probably, chances are I'm not going to eat that fish. Yeah. So I'm just, uh, I don't want to injure a fish for no reason. Yeah, and just throw it back. Like, yeah. I don't understand the throwback thing. Like, if you're going to catch a fish, you might as well eat it because you already put it through enough, you know? Well, sometimes you need to get it bigger. Yeah, that's true. It's not you a big enough fish. You plump it up. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Plump up your fish. <laughs> plump up your fish. That's, like, the main tagline of this whole podcast. Um, but, yeah, I wanted to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself. Just uh, tell people who you are. Dan, and... I breed fish. <laughs> Dan. Well, breeds... I don't breed them. I, I uh, plump them up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm Dan Alton. I'm a comedian out of Louisville, Kentucky, America. And uh, I, I travel around the country doing comedy full time as a, my job and my calling from uh, above. <laughs> Calling from above, that's uh, that's a tall order. Well, I'm a tall guy, so if it's above it, me, it's got to be at least six three. I'm you're six, six two. two. Yeah. Ooh, coming in with the height. Well, yeah, if it's tall, if it's a tall order for me, it's yeah, taller than me. Yeah, yeah. So, how long have you been doing the uh, the road thing? I know you've been doing comedy for how long now? Uh, a, a billion years. No, I've been doing it for ten years. Ten years. Okay, yeah. I've been doing it full time for like five years. Okay. And then I've been touring and stuff for like seven or eight years, probably. Okay. So I used to like tour, and I would just have shitty like jobs at restaurants. Okay. And then I would, uh, yeah. So it's very easy if you don't have like a day job you have to take off from. Like it, it's. It's easy to make the amount of money you make at a shitty restaurant job doing comedy if mm. you, like, focus and or stick with it for, like, a while. So then slowly it was just like, all right, well, I don't need to have shitty restaurant jobs because I have enough comedy opportunities. Yeah, it seems like you have a pretty good network, too, that you've developed over the years. Oh, I go, go all over, and then I'll go to, like, weird, small, tiny places that people don't, like, think of going. So then it's like Clinton, Iowa. Yeah. And then uh, we'll all have a great time, and it's great. And yeah, a lot of people came up to you there's after a the bunch show, of, so that was cool. Uh, oh, yeah, a bunch of people bought shirts and shit. That's awesome. That, uh, yeah, and when you sell a bunch of shirts in a small town, it's fun because you're like, uh, a percentage of this town has my name on their body now. Yeah. Whereas if you go sell a bunch of shirts in Chicago, you're like, I'm just, I'm leaves in the fall breeze. You yeah, try I mean? that in a big town. Try that in a big town. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was uh, it was cool. So yeah, I do that so I can I can stay busy because I'll just go I'll go wherever. Cause you seem to I'll do go to like Beaver Dam, Kentucky. Beaver Dam, Kentucky. Not anymore. They lost their uh, brewery that we used to do shows at. Oh really? <laughs> but that town I think is five hundred people. Oh man. Yeah. But they got nothing else going on. So there's rude. <laughs> they got a tongue going on, pal. <laughs> they got beavers stopping the river. <laughs> no, they got. Uh, I don't think they have beavers actually. Or if they have, they've been long hunted for pelts. Uh, you ever hunt beaver? That's not what we're supposed to talk about. <laughs> That's not uh, what we're supposed to talk about. They you ever uh, hunt beaver? Yeah, no, I'll go wherever. Cause yeah, everyone needs to laugh. And it is true that when you're in smaller towns, they appreciate you more. But then yeah. it's also like if you're in a smaller town, odds are that uh, a lot of the people there are not going to be your kind of vibe too. Because yeah. if it's like a smaller town, it's just like. 
and you're performing at the only bar that's yeah. there, and they're like people are there to socialize. People are there. People are also there to because uh, they're, they're out of curiosity. Yeah. Whereas if they live in like a big city, they're not going to be like, oh, there's a comedy show. That doesn't happen in this town. We should go. Uh, and then sometimes that's bad because then you're like, okay, well now there's just like two seventy-five year olds mm. sitting up front because they got to the show an hour and a half early. Yeah, uh, after eating fire at this dive 5 bar <laughs> yeah. that ironically has the word and grill at the end. Yeah, but it's there ironically, <laughs> and then it's just an old couple, and then I'd scramble up there, and then they're just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> uh, whereas if you're in like a big city, that couple is like, "Well, we're just gonna go see a play." Yeah, or we're gonna go see, we're gonna go see a specific show that's a clean comedy show for old people. Yeah, because in, we're in, we live in New York, and that's a thing. Some old people like the they like the raunchy shit. Oh yeah, they like whatever. There's that couple in the back on the one couch tonight. Oh yeah. Who, uh, I thought before the show, I was like, ah, dang, this is gonna be, this isn't, isn't necessarily gonna be the flavor they hope for, but uh, it seemed like to be very much to be the flavor they yeah. enjoyed. They were loving it. That guy was loving weird, uh, absurd things, yeah, and dirty stuff, and he was he was getting down. Yeah, uh, I think he bought a button, which is like for an old man to buy a button, that's dangerous. He could, <laughs> he could pop his colostomy back. Uh, what? Uh, oh yeah, you said um, which country singer did you make laugh that you mentioned tonight? Was that Toby a real story? Keith? That is a real story. Shout out TK. <laughs> it's John uh, TK. <laughs> uh, no, Toby Keith. Yeah, he's a. Uh, He's a fan of mine. <laughs> he saw me do comedy once in Norman, Oklahoma. It was at like, I did a show and then there's an open mic after Okay. at another venue. So I go do the open mic and then uh, I get there and they're like, oh, by the way, Toby Keith's here. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, he lives in this town and he and his wife come to this bar. It was at like an Italian restaurant. And they're like, they have dinner and then they, sometimes they watch the open mic. And then he was up front and then I go up and I do my five minutes at the open mic. And I don't give a fudge about Toby Keith. So I was like, well, I'm at an open mic, so I'm going to do like the two newest jokes I'm working on. And then also, I guess I'll just do weird, dirty stuff to see what Toby Keith thinks of it. Yeah. Then that's kind of fun. It's kind yeah. of fun if I get to be like, yeah. hey, this is the weirdest, grossest joke I have. Toby Keith punched me in the face. With it. But uh, no, he like loved it. I did this. I did an inappropriate joke. It's a playful pun that's very inappropriate. Yeah. And uh, he loved it. And he like turned to his wife and was like, hey, did like that thing. Yeah. And he's a big guy. He's a country. He's a strong country boy. <laughs> and his wife is uh, an, a, an attractive little lady because he's a famous man. Mm -mm. So if you're a famous man, you get like, you know what I mean? He's not going to be dating like a six, eight <laughs> Swedish woman from like Minnesota who's like, I grew up on the farm. Yeah. So then he's got, ass. yeah. So I made Toby Keith laugh so hard that his wife was like in danger of being crushed <laughs> by him laughing into her, into her uh, uh, body. Yeah. That's something to. He's too big to have laughed into even a specific part of her body because <laughs> he's so big that like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you put that on your like You and I are roughly the same size, so yeah. I could laugh into your arm. <laughs> yeah. But if you were like this big, I couldn't laugh. I couldn't really pick a spot to laugh into. And that would, yeah, it wouldn't go well. Yeah. So she was in danger. Yeah. But that's something to put on the resume for sure. The Toby Keith thing? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's cool. He's a big star, isn't he? I genuinely don't know country. I know 
He is. I don't He's know been around like, for a long time. I don't know country, country either. I just, I mean, I know just... Modern country. And by that, I mean a guy from 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. probably retired. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I my, my favorite element of that is I like to imagine that Toby Keith goes to this open mic and watches all these dumb college kids do, like, their edgy bullshit. Yeah. And in their mind, they're like, man, Toby Keith likes us. And then there's just going to be a hit country song in a year that's just like... Oklahoma open mic night, <laughs> watching a bunch of fucking jackasses screw around. And then, yeah, because they're all OU kids. Yeah, and all these kids are just going to be like, damn, we thought he liked us. <laughs> He's just calling specific ones of us out in the bridge. Adrian, you're never going to be famous. And then Adrian's mom's just like, I heard you on the radio. Everyone knows your name. Yeah, so you're kind of famous. Yeah. No, but I went back last time I was in Norman, and I my show was also on the night of that open mic. And then I went to the open mic after, and Toby Keith was not there. Mm. Sad. But a funny thing happened. This girl who was at who was bartending where my show was, which is a different bar in town, uh, was like, you guys are going to that open mic? That's a fun place. And I'm like, did you used to go hang out there at Othello's? The Toby Keith <laughs> popular spot? Mm. And then she went, yeah, when I was in college, we had a professor who uh, if we if we wanted extra credit, we could come watch him do stand-up at the open mic. And uh, and then also he'd go out and drink with us after. What a... And then I said, I jokingly went, wow, that guy sounds cool, like sarcastically. <laughs> and then she went, he was cool. He would get us drunk. And then I, I don't would. think she realized what, what I, was, that going I was on. like, no, <laughs> this is a weird story to tell. <laughs> yeah. This guy is praying. This guy's doing weird things. Well, not even praying. It's just like, dude, don't make these kids watch you do an open mic. Yeah. These kids have their lives ahead of them. I feel weird about, because uh, I am in leadership at my job, and like I have people that report to me. I tell them that I do comedy, but I'm like not like, hey, follow me on Instagram or, yeah. el- or, or else. Or else. <laughs> like. Get some extra credit points or get, get some extra credit. Get a raise. You gotta come <laughs> to the open mic. He's like, I want Toby Keith to think I have a following. <laughs> I hate being a professor. This sucks. I wish Toby Keith saw my full set. I would I bet he'd like it. I would love to talk being on the road with Toby Keith. <laughs> being on the road with like, Yeah, dude, Toby, I'm a road dog too. And then he's probably like, I Do remember, you like how I said road dog. I remember too. before I was famous. I remember doing a whatever. And I'd be like, Yeah. You ever play, uh, Toby, you ever play uh, uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas? Mm. I'll be like, I was playing it before uh, Walmart moved to Bentonville. And I'll be like, God damn. damn. You want to do a show together sometime? And I'll be like, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. My fans would murder you. So you are doing how many shows and how many days was it again? Uh, uh. A billion shows in a billion in one day. <laughs> yeah. I'm giving myself a day off. No, I'm doing, a, a, I don't know, like 20, I think something like 28 shows in like 32 days or something. Basically, I was doing like, I did like five days, and then I was home for three days, and then I was gone for 12 days, and then I was home for three days, and then now I'm gone for like 10 days, and then I'll be home for like a few weeks. Okay. So, so a lot of that's fun math for you to do it. <laughs> and then we pause and there's like a little clock at the top. <laughs> yeah. Telling yeah. people to go do get get their pens and calculators. I'll have to do that when I edit this. Get your nearest adult to check your work. Uh, 
Yeah, no, it's a lot of comedy, but then that's a... Hey, that's what happens when you accidentally book too many shows in that much time. No, it's wonderful. But uh, I just, yeah, I like to I like to be on the road and it's fun. You should have tried to space it out more. Last night I got the door and hopefully tonight I'll have a full door. Yeah, we got half that's, the door. Uh, that's, my, that's one of my favorite jokes ever. Sometimes I feel like I'd get a screen door. <laughs> this thing's kind of flimsy. Yeah, that's uh, a Mitch Hedberg. No, no, I know. Yeah. I'm, I was big, just, I'm big Mitch Hedberg. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I ran into a guy who... Who claimed to knew, do shows with him in the nineties? I looked it up and I was like, "He's right. He wasn't lying." No, oh, yeah, that's the thing. And that's crazy. not crazy. Yeah, well, he's out. He was out in L.A. and he's like, "Dude." Also, if you just do stand up long enough, you know uh, you know, run into. I know yeah. a lot of people who know Sam Talent. When you're a famous, lot of people. Uh, someday I'll be like, I know that. I knew that guy. I know that guy. I knew Colin St- uh, Starjack. Starjack. Uh, <laughs> I know Sam Talent. You know Sam Talent? <laughs> yeah. It's funny how big Sam is now. Because I remember when he was like probably like 250. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I don't think he ever was. I think he came out at 280. No, Dude, but he, uh, uh, he looks like he's 50 years old and he's, what, 35? You think he looks really old? <laughs> he looks... I guess he does. He's got like some grace coming in. He, uh, I could be wrong, but I think he's like young. He might be younger than 35. Yeah. Cause he's uh, he's always younger than I think he is, but then at this point I know that. Yeah. So it's it's messed with my mind. Yeah. But he uh, blew the fuck up like the last year. Yeah, that's what you say is it's it's funny how massively famous because he went from a guy who like I knew from being like a great like underground comedian guy slash like a guy I knew like as like a friend of mine to now he's like. Faint, like famous, famous. Because mm-hmm. it used to be, I'd go on the road and people would be like, "Oh, I know Sam also," mm-hmm. and they'd be like, "Oh, okay, we both like know this person." Mm-hmm. But now it's like just everyone knows him because yeah. he's famous. Like yeah. obviously they do. Uh, but he used to tour so much that it like it, he it's like he was famous already. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was underground famous. Yeah, he was hitting the road uh, all the time. And then like with comedy people, like everyone like yeah. So it was, it was fascinating. It's weird how small the world actually is like yeah and people all these people who know other people like that's one cool thing like i don't post online and shit like a lot or at all really uh but then every once in a while someone will like post a thing of mine or uh uh someone went had a thing go viral once and they were wearing my shirt in the video oh uh, really and they had like uh they did like a weird craft thing they do, but they're wearing my shirt. And then all these comments were like, holy shit. It's like a Dan Alton shirt. I know the Dan, Alton, blah, blah, blah. And then I've had shit of mine where it's like all these people who like, don't follow me on Instagram or anything, but it just like, it comes up on their feed and they're just like, oh my God, I saw you at the, whatever, the, the, the Benton Harbor County fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd love to, if Benton Harbor County fair, right. if you're watching, <laughs> yeah. come. Love to do me a fair. Love to have some blueberries and hang out. Uh, <laughs> but no, so it's like it, that is the weird thing. Is like you're like, oh yeah, the world's like smaller. But how do you deal with like the? Uh, is there loneliness on the road or like certain type of stress or just like do you just in, try to just enjoy every bit of it you can or? Uh, I try to enjoy it, but it's it's very yeah. manic being on the road. It's because it's like. Uh, for me, at least, because it's uh, some people are like they'll do like, all right, well, I'm at a club, and then there's three days where I'm just sort of bumming around doing like open mics or whatever. But me, it's very much like each day matters. Each day is a, a day at the job. 
Mm-hmm. Like there's no sense of like, well, Friday and Saturday, I'm going to make more money than another day of the week. To me, it's like, nah, every, every day, a uh, Monday, sh- it's all an opportunity of equal value. Uh, then because of that it's super stressful and you like mentally like live or die by every day a lot, which like, yeah. sucks. Yeah. Cause uh, if you bomb, you, if you bomb or if like the money sucks or if like, uh, some other like weird X factor happens, it like fucks with you until and comedy is such like a mental snowball oh yeah that it's like if you bomb and then you're like well damn i'm in like nebraska and i'm like all alone mm. and like uh i should be like hump like my girlfriend needs me to like walk our dog or whatever the fuck yeah and i'm out here and i'm not making i didn't like didn't make any money and i just bombed and then that means you're probably gonna bomb that night because then you're in a shitty mood yeah and then you're like so that type of thing so a lot of the road is just like staying out trying to avoid that which doing well helps and doing well and making good money helps. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I don't know. It's like, it's very easy to just like drink on the road too. Yeah. Which is how a lot of people do it. But thankfully I'm not, I don't like drinking that much. Uh, did you go through a phase where you did? Yeah. You're just trying to bring up things I told you earlier. <laughs> yes. You're trying to plant seeds. <laughs> no, uh, uh, no, but it's like, uh, on the road it helps. Cause it's like, uh, you're just bored and it's like, all right, well this way I can like after the show, just like turn my mind off mm-hmm. and then go sleep on like some weird guys, like kids room while the kid is at the mom's house for the week or whatever. Yeah. Uh, How many kid beds have you slept in? A lot. I always do a sleeping <laughs> bag on top as opposed to sleeping in the kid's bed. Cause that always seems weird. <laughs> yeah. It seems a little, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but oh yeah. I, I never thought a common thing in my life would be, <laughs> <laughs> like divorced parents sharing custody and me sleeping in, in the spare room, the room like, that's yeah, yeah. unoccupied. Uh, but hey, man, so many fucking comics have. Uh, that's the case. Uh, that's their living situation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. So it's like, I don't know. So that stuff helps. But then it's also like just having like a hobby that you can do uh, or like vague work. Like I imagine one of the reasons like big comics get so bored on the road and shit. Is because uh, that's all they have, it's comedy. Well, all they have is comedy, but then it's like, like me, I have to be like, all right, fuck. Well, I have to, what do I have to do? I got to make like an event prep for this show, or I got to like post in some dumb Facebook group. Like, I got to do shit to get people out. Yeah. But if you're like famous and your manager and you have like a press person, it's like my job is just to show up. Yeah, you don't have to do. And any they that. booked me like a hotel. I don't have to go find Colin Starjack's house, <laughs> and then be like, where do I park? Like, oh, cool. It's like a couch. Oh, this is what your house looks like. Are you oh, saying okay. my name wrong on purpose? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, uh, 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 but it's like, yeah, you don't have to, I don't have to do that. So then it's probably, everything's more boring, I think, probably for those people. Yeah. Cause you just show up, yeah. like you said. So there's a vague element to me where it's like, it's always nice. Cause it's like, okay, well, I'm at, you had to put in, I wonder what work. this, I wonder what a house in this part of Memphis is like. And then you go to some guy's house in that part of Memphis. And then the next day you're like, ooh, the club got me a hotel. This will be nice. And then you're all excited that you're in some shitty hotel. Mm-hmm. And then the next day you're like, ooh, the club, this club got me a nice hotel. And then you're excited you're in a nice hotel. Yeah. And then you're like, hey, now I'm at some guy's house where he's got a, a bass I can play. This is way cooler than that nice hotel. And then the next day you're like, ooh, I got a hotel. This is way better than that bass. I can take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> like. But if every night is just a nice hotel, you're probably like, well, this sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's too monotonous. Too it's monotonous. Not exciting. It's not exciting. It's a crowd full of people already excited to see me. Whereas yeah. to me, it's like I show up. Who knows what it's going to be? 
It's going to be two bald guys with their arms crossed. <laughs> Tonight's show had two audience members yeah. who were bald men with their arms crossed. Uh, yeah. But they were enjoying the shows thoroughly. But they were enjoying it, the yeah. The funniest body, uh, body <laughs> like, pose slash hair. Yeah. Did you see a lot of nods? Do I or did I? Did, from those guys. like When they weren't laughing, did they just nod? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed myself doing that too. Like, I know when a comedian's really good when I when I not only just acknowledge that it was a good joke with like a nod or something, um, but if I actually laugh out loud, I like when like you got me once for sure. Like, cause yeah, you had me you had me fall over one time, not fall over, but um, I I don't remember what you gave your knees a peck on the yeah the peck. No, I like making people physical. I like I like needing to slow down because uh, because it's so there's so much because the audience yeah. is whipped up into such a frenzy that they can't possibly <laughs> keep up. They can't stop, and then I have to begrudgingly slow down and treat them like babies. Yeah, as if anyone could keep up at that pace of laughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be speed metal of comedy. <laughs> so you did bring up in your set some. This is fair game, and I wrote it on the board. Um. Uh, Dan Alton Dan Alton (laughs) Your name Colin wrote on the board Dan Alton And then under that he wrote Bipolar (laughs) And under that he wrote Comedy on the road That's it Just in case we forgot (laughs) Just in case we forgot Any of those two things Yeah Uh, No I'm actually I think it's more so I I just take to Like antidepressants Like uh, Sartre Like Zoloft stuff But then I think it's definitely like uh, Mania But it's It's like manageable Mm-hmm. Like a, a healthier way, but that's part of like the road stuff. Is you're like, my girlfriend always says when I come home from the road, I'm too like I'm all wired and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like you have to be because you have to turn on whatever, and then you got to turn. You aren't in control of your rhythm as much. Yeah. Uh, like right now in this town, I'm an hour. Uh, this whole tour, I'm an hour. I'm in Central Time, and normally I'm in Eastern Time. Oh, okay. So then it's like uh, first few days, you're like, oh boy. And, like, if I go to Denver, I'm two hours behind normal stuff. Yeah. And then those cool kids will be like, we're having an 11.30 p.m. show. And then I'm like, well, to me, this feels like 1.30 a.m. Yeah. Uh, but because you're on the road and you're doing your job, you're like, all right, well, I got to. You got to do it. Got to figure out. Got to get all. Got to get in the zone. Yeah. Got to get ready to go run up and down the alleyway. So when did you discover that you were bipolar? Were you diagnosed or you just kind of like this just makes sense oh, i was just really like depressed all the time and then uh would like just go have like waves where i'd be up and down and shit uh but yeah no i was probably like in college i was like 21 20 i guess 20 uh yeah i don't know i just went to a therapist and they're like oh you should probably try antidepressants and then that worked but then I was, there was still the element of like the energy up and down but then mm-hmm. that just is whatever just kind of had to figure out the the dosage, or I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> this is what normal medical stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. I looked down that I didn't have to like try a bunch of different shit. Like it kind of. Oh, that's what it was. I had relatives who had had success with that, which I guess is like a uh, a good way of doing it. Like genuinely, if you or genu- yeah, genetically, yeah, the genetics are a good indication. Uh, yeah, so I just lucked out with that. 
Do you know which bipolar you have? I have no idea. Yeah. I'm, these are all like medical questions. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No well, there's bipolar one, there's bipolar two, and then like. I don't even know if I. That's what I was trying to imply. I don't even know if that's the proper. Yeah. I don't even know if that's what a doctor would call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I just know comedy, man. <laughs> I just know comedy, man. Well, you know highs and lows, though. Oh, yes. Yeah. I know living life. Yeah. I don't know names of medical things. So when you started doing comedy on the road and uh, traveling more and be like, this is going to what I'm going to do full time. Did anyone like in your family or your friends say you're crazy? Um, no, not really. Cause I like, it's a lot easier if you lower the expectations of the type of job you're going to have, it's like easier to do comedy. Like if you're like, Oh, I'm just working at, like a shitty restaurant. And then you're like, Oh, I'm going to do comedy. Your parents are less like, Oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah. But if you're like, Oh, I'm, I'm in school to be a doctor. And then you're going to do comedy. You're like, this is a weird thing to do. Yeah. Uh, like right now I have a really good job. Exactly. And if I were to leave that job and start doing comedy, people would be like, there's no need to leave it. Like even with my dumb job, it's not like I was like, I'm doing comedy full time. I quit. It was like, uh, all right, well now I work basically half the month. Cause I'm always on the road and I'm like always giving away shifts. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so you no currently still have a job? job? No, I haven't had a job in, in five years. Your this is a weird sidetrack, but um, so you've been in a relationship My for how long now? Brand. Oh, I've been in a relationship. <laughs> when did when did COVID start? Uh, I've been in a relationship since the fall of 2019. Since like I guess November, December of 2019. Okay, so like four years. We have a loose start time, which means we have like. No anniversary date, which means it's hard to track time. Yeah. Because it's hard to just be like, for, oh, we're coming up on four years. But yeah, I guess we're coming up on four years. And how how did how did you meet? I know a lot of people struggle with uh, meeting people these days with all the online stuff and all that bullshit. We met on Tinder Ooh. or Bumble. We, match, we matched once or twice and then both of that thing where we like matched and then... Just like nothing happened, and then yeah. one of us deleted it, and then just did other things with our life. Yeah, and then we matched again, and then I was like, "Hey, I'm about to like leave town for like a month long tour, uh, and I'm not. I'm just gonna be like doing on the road, like in my own little like world." Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I get back, we should chat, which is like a weird first message to send. <laughs> to yeah, hey, I'm gonna be gone for a month. Yeah, chill out. But she was like, "That's weird." And then eventually, it was like, "Oh, okay." I think we like followed each other on Instagram, so we'd be like, you know, you see each other's stories, and she went, "Okay, this guy, he's, he doesn't seem like crazy," and he is in fact on the road. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so- no, uh, but yeah. So then we met, and then. We we lit we've lived together for a few years I guess now we moved in with one another, uh, and we have a dog, and uh, she works from home. So then when I'm not on the road, I'm just like at home, annoying her. <laughs> uh, and then she goes, "When are you going back on the road?" <laughs> and then I go on the road, and then she goes, "You're on the road for how long? That's too long." And then I go, "You told me to go on the thing." Yeah. Uh, and then. Uh, yeah, no, it's fun. It's nice. On the road, when you're on the road, on how the often road do, you, do you do like check-ins? Because you said you're not, you're not a guy. You don't seem like a guy that's really glued to your phone. So, oh no, I hate uh, phones. Yeah, uh, 
she doesn't really like phones either or talking on the phone. So we're like oddly, we like we'll text and stuff and then we'll talk sometimes, but we're not very like chatty on the phone because neither of us really like talking on the phone as like a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so we like go, I think people would be surprised how long we go not like talking on the phone, which I don't know, like a few days or whatever. But then we're like are texting or whatever. Okay. Then you send each other a photo. You go a little selfie yeah, there. Selfie. Yeah. You go, look, it's me dancing to a Cars tribute band. <laughs> yeah. I know you've been asleep for three hours now. <laughs> if you wake up, it'll be funny. Yeah. And then you'll send me a nice message. And then when I wake up three hours after that, I'll send, I'll heart react it. Mm -hmm. And then later we'll call each other and then you'll be like, I'm eating dinner. And then I'll be like, oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm almost to the Quad Cities. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, Guess we'll talk later. Yeah, she's like, I'm gonna needle fell. I already texted you everything interesting to say. Yeah. I think that's probably the key. If you're gonna talk on the phone, you should just talk on the phone. But the problem is texting and talking on the phone. Yeah. And it's like, what am I gonna call you? And then be like, Did you get that text? Like, we know you got the text. Yeah. And then she'll be like, Yeah, I responded. And I'm like, ooh, let me hang up and read it and I'll call you back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but also it's like every relationship's different. I've been in ones where it's like you got you got to talk on the phone all the time. Oh yeah. And me and my partner, we 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 got a good balance where we're like, yeah, no, we're that's good. We're uh, some of that gets too demanding. Yeah, and also our her she goes to sleep like early, even for like our time zone. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's like uh, there's the odds of me being able to call her after the show are like zero percent. Yeah. Uh, she's out Yeah like even tonight When the show was at 7 And done by like 9 By the time I was done Selling merch and everything It was like 10 But then That's it, 11 her time It's 11 her time But even if it was 10 her time she's There's gone. a chance She might be asleep <laughs> Yeah yeah. Uh, yeah so then But that would hypothetically be nice Like I would probably talk like more like an old lady Yeah uh, we'd, we'd, <laughs> we'd probably talk on the phone more If, if I could call her after shows Yeah uh, I gotta start doing shows in Europe why did my phone beep? I got a message from Colin. Yeah. It says you need anything. <laughs> you need anything. I was trying to be a good host. Okay. <laughs> I didn't realize my hosting duties would be the show and oh, yeah. my couch. Oh, yeah. It's a whole thing. <laughs> you host and then you host. Yeah. Danny did not tell me that. And I'm gonna eat your flesh and blood. Whoa, no, but yeah, you—that's uh, like a, a nice thing. Uh, but no, being in a relationship is helpful with the stability of on the road stuff. Because mm -hmm. otherwise, you're every night you're like, Ooh, maybe uh, maybe I should follow this person. Oh, they're, her and her friend are going to get pizza. I guess oh, I guess I'm gonna go get pizza. Yeah, with them. you don't have to worry about that chase. Uh, uh, sure, I'll do a shot, and that, uh, it's 4 a.m. Okay, well now I guess I'll text the guy I'm gonna stay with, and hopefully he's awake, and then. And then you roll up and Colin's clearly been asleep. Yeah. And he goes, no, yeah. You, you, and then I'm going, yeah, I went to a, the the bank vault bar. And then you're like, that's the, the worst bar in town. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I know. I got robbed. <laughs> Anyways, can uh, can I use your phone to call the cops tomorrow morning? <laughs> I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> have you? How often have you slept in your car? Uh, I used to do it too much because really? it's like comfy. Really? And it's freeing. It's oddly freeing because you're like, uh, there's no like rules. Yeah. Like uh, sometimes you're at people's house, you have to like leave by a certain time or whatever, or like they wake up or they have like 
like a crazy dog or whatever the fuck. Uh, or even on the flip side, it's like, you're like, oh, I'm tired, but I'm going to go to this guy's house and then we're going to, he's going to want to play Super Smash Brothers for like an hour or whatever. Uh, but if you're in your car, you're like, I can do whatever. Yeah. I can drive like a few hours to the next town and then sleep. I can just go to sleep. I can Where's your go-to place to like park and sleep? Uh, Rest stops or like Walmart or what? Well, I haven't done, I don't really do it. I haven't done it in a while. Yeah, I almost did it the other night, but then I, uh, I wanted to get better sleep. So I splurged on a hotel. Yeah. Uh, which I rarely do. Uh, yeah. But then uh, I usually will do rest stops. Although I don't think you're supposed to sleep at a rest stop. You just rest. They always have, yeah, they always have <laughs> signs that are like no overnight sleeping. And I think a lot of them have signs where they're like three hour maximum. Uh, I don't think they want people like camping out there by yeah. any means. Not like literally camping, but they don't want people like sleeping in their car. Like yeah. Rest stop. Uh, usually I'll do like a, a, a Walmart. Planet Fitness, someplace of twenty four hours. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've been done in a while, so I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, I like. I'll, I'll take a little nap, but you can just do that anywhere. Yeah, uh, go to a nice uh, park overlooking the river. I'll take a nap. Yeah. For all they know, I'm some dude who went on a hike earlier. Yeah. And is sleeping. Uh, no, sleeping in your car is nice. People who have like nice long like hatchback shit that they haven't like figured out, I'm always very jealous. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, damn, because it's freeing, and then if you're a guy, it's like r- relatively safe. It's still pretty dangerous. Yeah, you still want to have a weapon of some sort. Uh, What's your weapon of choice? A big. Uh, uh, I shouldn't tell you. Uh, <laughs> a, 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 I got a I got a big lead pipe. Really? I got a jagged lead. It's jagged on one end. Big lead pipe. It's per. You can I can put it in my back pocket. And well, this doesn't help me in a car situation, but I can put it in my back pocket and cover it with my shirt. So then, you know what I mean? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Give me the check. <laughs> now I'm glad I have it. We've already done duet karaoke three times, <laughs> Jerry. Give me the check for the weekend. <laughs> uh, no, but I've never had to use the lead pipe. No, but I used to have uh, in Louisville, the Louisville Slugger bat thing is there oh, the yeah. company so everyone has little bats it's like a common gift mm-hmm. you'll get it'll be like engraved with whatever yeah uh, and i had i used to have a bat that was for when one of the comedy clubs in town like closed it like changed ownership they like closed uh to become the new place uh they gave all the comics bats so i had a little bat and then that's nice because that you can like yeah sleep with like i don't think i've slept in my car since the lead pipe days for like an actual night uh, then the bat is nice because you can just it's, it's not like a jagged lead thing yeah but then I think I gave my girlfriend that bat and then I have the lead pipe <laughs> uh, I remember when I found the day I found the lead pipe where did you find it? Uh, exactly where I needed it <laughs> no I, uh, I it was all icy once it was like an ice storm and my car got like uh, a little bit in like a bank like from a turn and there was a patch of ice. And then it like went just a little bit. So I was like stuck in between a thing. Uh, so I needed something to break the ice in between. That was like making it uneven. Mm-hmm. So it would lower the car essentially. And then I just, I was looking around like this alleyway and I found a lead pipe with like a hollow thing in the middle. Twerk nice. Then I would hit it and then the ice would just go into the middle. And then the lead pipe would get really cold. And then my hands would slowly freeze. Uh, <laughs> but then uh, afterwards, I remember being like, this was handy. 
Yeah. And then I just put it in my trunk. And then uh, I did a really sketchy club in Alabama one time. And I remember someone was like, you got to watch out, man. That guy owns that place. No good. And then I had them explain to me. And then I was like, oh, so I just need a thing, hypothetically. Yeah. And then I I, I thought about my trusty lead pipe. <laughs> you got to be careful. Because also, I mean, I, I'd smoke weed. And my car doesn't exactly not smell like weed. So then it's like, you don't want to be sleeping somewhere and then have like a cop who's just nah. curious be yeah. like, hey like we'll just making sure everything's cool because i do have a friend who got busted for that in uh it was a huge pain in the ass uh but that's how they got busted was a cop was just like checking hey on. we see that you're sleeping in this like uh whatever the fuck parking lot uh but no there's places that are 24 hours like planet fitness like most cities have planet fitness mm-hmm. that was a good one for a little bit when i was doing it consistently i had a planet fitness membership so I could go anywhere, shower, shower and, yeah. and poop, and <laughs> use the Wi-Fi, and fill up my water. Yeah. I got a nice, cold, filtered oh, water yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. So you go in there with some, some bottles, you fill it up. Uh, ooh, baby, you get all the Tootsie Rolls <laughs> you want. They had a massage chair I would use sometimes, but I never never felt good. Like, it doesn't feel, like, I don't know. Maybe I was using it wrong. Uh, I never once worked out in I was any say, capacity. Did you ever work out? No. Nope. No. Uh, but no, it was a, it was an absurd an absurd time. No, but that that's a place because people are there twenty four hours in and out. Uh, yeah, it's hard though because the sun the sun is an issue. Why the sun it? rises at like fucking four twenty a.m. every day. Yeah, that's true. At least that's when my son gets up. Get... <laughs> I think it's coincidence, though. Uh, no, the sun gets up so early and it's so hot. So it's like, if you're on the road and you're like, show is later at night and stuff, it's hard to sleep in your, it's hard to be like, all right, well, it's 1230. All right, bye, everybody. I'm going to go find a nice place to park and then go to sleep at by 1 a.m. and then be awoken by the sun five hours later. Mm, yeah. That would be rough. Well, before we wrap up, uh, I, I've been trying to ask people this question. Like, on, on, a, on a serious note, uh, for people like... Oh, wait. Can I say one thing really yeah. quick? If you do do that kind of thing, which I'm not telling people to go sleep in their car and do, like, comics. That's not yeah. thing. It's, people are crazy. You should do stuff like that if you have to. That shouldn't be your, like, I'm going to do that. Uh, but then it's, like, make sure... You got to, like, do normal shit. Like, if you're sleeping in your car, you can't be Mr. Crazy Guy. You know what I mean? You got to, like, stretch. You got to be, like, getting good sleep. Yeah. Like, eating healthy. You can't just be, like, I'll get blackout drunk and sleep in my car. And then I'll wake up six hours later in the sun and and go do a show that night and rock it. It's like, no, I mean, you got to, like, you know what I mean? You got to take care of yourself. Yeah. Like, if you you can't just be, like, you got to... Take your medicine, drink your proper water. Yeah. Don't just be like, oh, I'm in Colorado now. I'll buy as many edibles as I can legally buy and put them all in my body at once. <laughs> and, like not eat a single vegetable for like three weeks. You got to do like smart things. Yeah. Balance it out. So it's like, okay, if you're sleeping in a car, you should probably like go for like a long walk that day. Yeah. And then maybe make sure you get a nice bed one of the next few nights. Yeah strategize so yeah there's worse there's a lot worse out there there's a lot worse you could be doing than sleeping in a dang car i tell you what there's plenty of people out there in this planet that wish they had a 
Toyota Camry wrapped around their body on a <laughs> on a chili. This guy's laughing at the homeless. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way you described it. That, that it's not even laughing at the homeless. Wearing a Toyota Camry like a <laughs> wearing a Toyota Camry. <laughs> This guy's going to be wearing a coffin when I'm done with him. <laughs> We're talking to the homeless like that. Yeah, but no, that is so that is the thing. You got to be, everybody, be, you got to be careful and safe and appreciative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But what I was going to ask yeah. was, sorry, you got me laughing now. Wearing a car. Wearing a car. <laughs> wow. Um, but no, I've been trying to ask people on the podcast, uh, is recently, um, just kind of, as a good way to close things is like, if somebody's listening Are to we this recording, yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're, fuck. we've been recording this whole time. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Um, if somebody's like listening and they're like struggling and, you know, having issues with it, like just life in general, um, you know, we've all struggled and been through those tough times. What would you say like has been something that's kept you going, like to keep going and when you wanted to maybe either like give up on something that you're like whether it's comedy or just giving up on life, like there's people not to get too dark, but like what would be something you would tell somebody that's struggling with their mental health? Oh, you just gotta keep like the brain. In your like everything uh, changes. It's quite a long road. People forget how long the like road of like life is, which can sound daunting if you're like, "Oh man, life sucks." <laughs> you're telling me this goes longer. Yeah, but it's like uh, things really do wildly change, mm-hmm. and so it's like you never really know shit. And uh, I know several people, myself included, who have like tried to like commit suicide or whatever, and then it didn't work. And then things are drastically different later to the point where you're like. Oh, well, I don't even like really relate to the person who was in that mindset at the time. Yeah. So it's like, it's important to remember stuff like that if you're in a mindset like that, because it's like, it truly is like, not only will I not feel this way, like maybe tomorrow or in a week or a month or whatever, but like, I might feel disconnected from this completely. Mm. Like, and you never know. You also might get like a liver transplant and then you take on the personality of the guy whose liver you got and then you fall in love with his ex-wife and then you die the same way he died and then it's double whammy for that wife. It's a thing I read about online. But uh, no, like literally stuff like that. Like you could you could be like, oh, I'm very depressed. Like I want to I give up. And then you might get a head injury and suddenly you're a Christian who sings. Or you could, you know, just wake up and be like, you know, sunsets are kind of cool. Maybe I'll paint them. And then that brings you the joy in life. And for, like, yeah. There's so many like it's 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 uh, it's lazy and short sighted. And in a in a existence where no one has the answer to anything, mm-hmm. it's pretty wild to make any uh, long term decisions. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Because for all you know, it's like. Uh, reincarnation is real and suicide is a sin and you doing that just means you're going to be stuck in an, a worse version of life next and the best thing you can do is to keep you know what i mean like you have no, no one has any idea yeah so it's so silly to me the idea of like i mean it's silly in hindsight now from like a more stable position 
but it is like uh, wild to be like, no, I I know everything, and everything is pointing to hopelessness. Yeah, it's like you have no idea what what's going on because your brain, when you're in that that mindset, your brain tricks you into believing yeah. that. And if you believe that we're living on a prison planet with our souls being harvested by reptilians, uh, uh, that's the that's the that's. <laughs> First off, the idea of escaping that is actually bad because it means you're being wiped from eternity. Maybe that's good though. Yeah. This is for we got to do another episode to discuss what's really going on. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. It's just no one has any fucking idea what's going on in any way at all. So it's uh, it's weird. Like it'll be okay. Not it will be okay because some people some people have like that's like such a silly oversimplified thing mm-hmm. but kind of in a way everything but things change though like everything will be okay and perspective changes and like uh i don't know it's also wild cuz it's like technology changes like i know a guy who got his penis blown off really yeah and then and at the time he's like shit this like completely sucks uh and now he has like a, a pretty nice robot penis <laughs> from, what, robot. from what his wife tells him <laughs> no yeah. but like uh, like truly like, you have no idea like there's like is that a bit or are you serious no it's like real thing that's a real, thing. real thing I do. yeah yeah uh, 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 John his name is his name is John Bob no his name I was trying to remember the name of the guy from the 90s who got his penis cut off uh, no that is a thing but uh, yeah so there's so much shit like that where it's like like literally and this is like a dumb thing but it's like they could have a new cure for depression to like tomorrow mm-hmm. that like just works for you that you have no idea. And it just isn't out yet. Yeah. Like, Hey, we found an herb, you know, in a melting ice cap. Yeah. <laughs> we figured everything out. Cause that's wild to think about. Like, cause I remember, cause I take uh, like antidepressants and I remember thinking like, that's wild. Cause if I live before antidepressants exist, I just like, wouldn't be like functional. Exactly. But it's like, there would be in some way, you just would figure it out. But then it's like, you think of that on the flip side, and it's like, yeah, you'll be, you'll be okay. You would have, somehow my ancestors pushed through without medication. Yeah. And then now me with medication, I can do even better. Yeah. So it's like, you can push through without it, and then you can hopefully get it if you need it, or whatever. Or just drink more water. A lot of people, I think, just need to like drink more water, get off the dang put down phone stop eat hot chip no more lie and what's that meme <laughs> it's also no but there it is just like also healthier stuff like you people got to do got to sleep eight hours eight and a half hours or whatever you got to drink water you got to like eat vaguely healthy stuff yeah and get like not even exercise just like go walk around like once every like five days yeah uh, but i think so like, that's really important because it's like I know with me it's like important, but then it's like I'll see people where it's like, oh man, yeah, getting out of that rut is so hard, and so much of getting out of that rut, or so much of not falling into that rut, is just like basic shit of like, just yeah, continuing on and making sure you're at least doing not at the bare minimum. That's a better. That's not a good way to say it, but like still keeping a routine of yeah. some sort. Oh yeah. Yeah, routine of some sort, and then uh, and not completely falling off and isolating, and just being like, uh, because that I feel like that slows down the process of getting better when you do things like that. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, no, the, the the like it's somewhat just making yourself do shit you like don't want to normally do. Oh yeah, it's like we're all bad at that. Yeah, yeah, and obviously it's very easy to be like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've got all this plan for good stuff, and then just completely drop it on the flip side. But finding that balance is good. Yeah, because like when you're overly psyched about like life, you probably have a bunch of plans you're not gonna follow through on. You probably don't need to follow through on. But then on the flip side, when you're like not psyched. There's shit you got to do, even though, like, you don't want, you know what I mean? You got to do that balance. Oh, yeah. Go eat a damn apple. You know what I mean? Dude, that's how you come back to the road. It's like that so often. It's like, all right, well, I, I ate shit tonight, and I got, like, screwed over on money. And I didn't sell any merch. I'm going to go get, like, a bunch of candy or something. Or I'm going to, like, go to Taco Bell. And then I'm going to, instead of eating the nice, healthy food in, the, in my car. Uh, and then you do that, and then the next day you're like, Shit, I like didn't make much money last night, and I spent ten bucks on like fast food, and now I like feel like slightly shittier and sluggish, mm-hmm. and now like uh, I feel oddly chubby, so now I'm gonna eat not a proper like full meal today, and then yeah. my show tonight will be worse, and then blah blah, like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's a domino effect. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good place to stop. We we went longer than uh, expected, but that always happens with this show. Um, that's what she said. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I appreciate it, man. Um, I know you're probably tired. It's been a late oh, night. Oh, it's all good. What if I just <laughs> go to sleep off the right here? Ah. I'm surprised no one does that. Yeah. Live, live Twitch of sleeping. <laughs> I don't know nothing about sure, Twitch, man. I was about to say maybe that is a thing. I'm sure it is a thing. I guess you couldn't do chat. You couldn't do anything. You could sleep. <laughs> you could sleep. Yeah. We could just leave the cam on. Yeah, you leave the cam on. Pop on. People would probably people could maybe do the they tip so they could talk and try to wake you up. 